Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves into topics that have impacted her on her Tear Talk journey and helped her discover the power of the pen. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the Tear Talk podcast. So glad to have you all on today. I am excited about what we will be sharing and For those of you who have been following me recently, I have been endeavoring to use my creative skills with every podcast and write a piece of poetry to either begin or be spoken at some point during the podcast to give us a little more of an expressive way of talking about a particular topic. So this week we're going to talk about the word renew. And we'll start with the with the poem and then we'll go into a conversation, which I hope you will enjoy. So let's do our poetic expression. <laughs> so this piece is titled Renew. When I pressed send on the email, I knew that was a big step that would require a level of transparency that reached into depths that I tried to ignore, forget, and desired them to just disappear. But years of journaling prepared me to no longer be afraid of fear of what people may think, speak, or share as secrets with others. I would no longer allow those dark, weighty clouds that smothered. Although I'd been diligently doing my part of the inner work on my own, it was time to include another who had skills and knowledge they'd honed. That moment in time was very significant as I made the decision to pursue a much needed avenue in therapy to help my heart, soul, and mind renew. So, you know, I know that many of you who have been following me for quite some time hear me talk a lot about journaling and the power of the pen and all that journaling offers, but I wanted to really add that as much as I write and as much as I journal, I don't believe it is the only tool that we need when it comes to healing, when it comes to restoration, when it comes to having an aspect of our heart, our mind, or our soul renewed. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because I have been in many different circles of thought when it comes to therapy and when it comes to counseling. And unfortunately, there are some spaces that are really against this form of healing. That's what I want to call it. Now, I do understand that with everything and with any type of industry or any type of professional space, there are people who can do things the wrong way. That's just the truth. But I find it 
interesting that we can limit places and spaces that can be beneficial to us because of ideas or thought patterns that have been passed down. And a lot of it comes from a place of misunderstanding. But unfortunately, it has been embraced for decades, even though it's a misunderstanding. And for me, when I like for me, journaling was a like I've said before, like journaling saved my life because it allowed me a place where I wasn't judged. It allowed me a place where I could share, where I could express, where I could get thoughts out, ideas, pains, just trauma the whole bucket, yeah, it's in a book. It's it's in a journal for me. But I'm thankful that I also came to the place of understanding that that couldn't be or shouldn't be the only resource that I used in my desire to wanting to be as healed and whole as I could be. And for me, I was I was particular when I did decide to go that route. I did look for Christian-based therapists because I really wanted to have people who had a what I would consider a, a similar, because even though when you say Christian, that can run a whole gamut as well. But I wanted faith-based counseling. That way I wasn't just getting a psychological response, but it was also a spiritual aspect connected to it as well. And I remember one of my counselors, you know, it was beautiful watching her use scripture, giving me homework assignments that required the Bible. Some of our sessions would end in prayer. And I really feel as though... Some people have really missed out by not allowing this aspect and this resource of healing to be added to their lives. I think that it's unfortunate that we can discount areas where God can minister to us. And sadly, some people don't believe that Therapy is a place that God can minister through. But the truth of the matter is, you know, if there is a human being, God can use them as a vessel to minister to you. And for all the journaling that I had done and even having conversations with friends, all of those were aspects of my healing journey. But I'm thankful. Oh, y'all, listen, I am so appreciative of the fact that I didn't allow the opinions of others, the stereotypes that people subscribe to, and just a a ceiling mentality to stop me from experiencing greater levels of healing when I partnered with having therapy. And I know that there are some who can feel that if you have the word of God and if you have the Bible, that's enough. But I I will say this. I believe that if you believe in God, you can be open to him being able to use different areas and different people to be an aspect of your healing journey. I don't think it takes away from the power of God. I don't think it takes away from the word of God because wisdom is a beautiful thing. And Solomon's wisdom worked for spiritual matters. It worked, I mean, it worked for matters of the heart. It worked 
for matters of economics. It worked in all these aspects. So when you look at when you look at the Bible, when you look at different aspects of it, God didn't limit everything that he had to offer, you know, just to the quote unquote Sunday morning service or church. If people are going to school to get educated, to understand the brain, to understand emotions, to understand um, trauma, a lot of times you're not going to, you may not have someone in your local body that understands that. So imagine having someone who has studied this and they believe in God and they partner those two things together. That is something that is beautiful. Now, what's, what's so interesting about this is I just finished reading a book about narcissism in the church. And one of the, the author of the book is actually a psychologist. And he really broke down the aspects of what, what narcissism is, the different faces of narcissism. And he, he also talked about the journey of healing for those who have dealt with narcissists, as well as the journey that a narcissist would want, would need to go through to be healed as well. And in just listening to that book, just the concepts, the terminology, a lot of that was new to me. A lot of that I never understood, but a lot of it I recognized and I could appreciate the level of schooling that he had to be able to look at a concept. I don't want to say concept or situation, but be able to look at a term because it, it can be used as a stigma. It's being used more and more and more, but actually show how that can operate in spaces and places of faith. I thought that was powerful. And I believe that he had scripture. Um, he was able to show it in the Bible. So I think we have to be open and not limit who God can use on our journey to help us be healed and whole. I have, I, re, I don't know if I've ever shared this on, on a uh, podcast before, but I remember one of the sessions that I had with one of my therapists. She gave me an assignment to help me to see what the healing journey can look like. Now, mind you, let me also say that I believe that healing can come instant. I believe that some things aren't, don't have to be a process. It is, it can be based on the level of your faith or it could just be how God wants you to go through a certain thing. If there's no one size fits all when it comes to healing, there's no one size fits all when it comes to your life experiences. There's no one size fits all when it comes to your journey. So let me say that some things you may not have to take 20 steps. Some things your belief system will have you healed instantly. So it can vary, which is why the personal relationship with God is so important because sometimes he may want to do something different for you or through you. So I wanted to say that, but in this, with one of the therapists that I had, she gave me an assignment because she knew how much I journaled and she knew how much I wrote. But she also wanted me to see, you know, what the process can look like. And her assignment for me was to grow seeds. So 
I don't know how extra some of y'all know I am, but I was like, well, I'm not just going to throw any, grow any type of seed. I need to, you know, I sometimes can make everything spiritual and that can be a good thing. But I was like, if I'm going to grow something, you know, for me, I want it to be significant. So went to the store and I'm looking for flowers and I'm looking at the meaning of flowers. And I ended up choosing the sunflower because the sunflower always positions its face to be towards the sun. And I looked at the sunflower as the, I know it's the S-U-N, but I looked at it from the posture of me always um, facing toward the S-O-N. So I decided to grow sunflowers and got the little pod and the little soil and the little, the, the everything that I needed, the seeds, I got it all. And I remember, you know, putting the seeds and I took pictures of the process from the beginning all the way to the end. And I remember watering and then sometimes I will forget the water and I would go look and it still, you know, was looking okay. And then I remember the excitement that I got the minute I saw the little bit of green come out the ground. And I think I had like eight eight little eight little plants and and I remember seeing the 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 stem come out and then I remember seeing a leaf come out and then I had multiple leaves and like the whole process was so joyous you know each aspect of it coming to life was just joyful I was like a kid in the candy store watching this whole thing go through cuz I'd always said my thumb definitely was not green but it it became green for that moment and as I was going through watching the process of this plant, I understood that part of what she wanted me to see was to appreciate every aspect of my journey, to find joy and at least recognize the different parts of growth, the different parts of development and you know, they, oh, and when they started to, when I started to see the actual, like the sunflower itself, oh my gosh, because that's my favorite flower anyway. It, it, it is now, it became my favorite flower because I never had one. But when I started to see the face and, and oh my gosh, when it opened up for the first time, oh my goodness. But mind you, she has me looking at the spiritual aspect of this too, not just the natural. So it's this constant back and forth, natural and spiritual. And all of this is like a picture of healing for me, under seeing healing from this perspective. But the most beautiful part was, I think I ended up having eight different sunflowers come and they were all different sizes. But I can say that the last one, that came up, it was the biggest sunflower of all of them. And it, it lasted the longest. It was the prettiest. It was the fullest. And it just really like, I loved having that assignment. I loved looking at that process and that journey. I loved everything about the healing that came and going through that with her. And I just, it was a time of renewal for me. And it caused me to re, to have some thought processes be renewed, some ideas be renewed. And I think that sometimes we have to be open to knowing that a thought process, a concept, an idea, 
a perspective that we had, it might, we not, we might need that renewed because there can be a bias in there. There can be a prejudice in there. There can be something negative in there. It needs to be renewed. It needs to be fresh. It needs to be taken back to the original intent of what that thing was. And that's how I know between journaling and therapy, of of course, y'all know the word of God and I'm a minister myself, but incorporating all of that has been a form of renewal for me. And I think we have to be open to that. We have to be open to confronting And when you say that word, people think negative, but it doesn't have to be negative. It's just taking a stance and looking at something and determining, you know, which direction you want to go with that now. And I'm thankful that I allow my mind to be renewed regarding therapy. I'm thankful that I didn't limit God and feel as though he couldn't minister to me through that space. I'm thankful that my journal has become a space where he has been able to minister to me as well. I am under the opinion that I'm not going to limit how, when, where God wants to minister to me. And for some of you who have been possibly struggling with things and you haven't been able to find a resource in the spaces that you currently have relationship or community with, Don't fear trying something different and trying something new for what you need. Some things may not work for everybody, but that doesn't mean that it won't work for you. And in the last part of that poem, when I make the statement how that moment in time was very significant as I made the decision to pursue a much needed avenue in therapy to help my heart soul and mind renew. When I tell you I have I don't have enough words to express my thankfulness for being willing to pursue that avenue. It truly was a gift and a blessing like no other. And if that is you and you are in that space, feel free to pursue. Thank you all for joining the Tear Talk podcast and I look forward to speaking with you next week. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk podcast. You can purchase today's featured t-shirt and learn more about Mashani by visiting MashaniAllen.com. Also, check out her exclusive line of custom journals at bit.ly forward slash the golden scribe.